Hey folks, welcome into PFI Picks, the betting podcast for Pro Football Ireland. As we enter week 11 of the season, more than double digits, we've got London, we've got Frankfurt over all of us, and um, yeah, we're going to snuggle in this weekend and uh, watch a bit of NFL, and well, some of us won't be, there's obviously a massive party in Dublin, we're, we're obviously very excited for that, but I know if you're listening to this, there's a high chance you're sitting here on a Friday morning excited to get ready for what's another season. What's another season? What's another weekend of the NFL? We are recording this prior to the Ravens against the Bengals in Thursday Night Football, but we're, we're recording this on a Thursday night, so you shouldn't miss too much. We obviously can't tell in the future, but the Ravens are winning that game. So I'm already ruining this podcast by that. Uh, we're delighted to welcome in Michaela Fagan. Michaela, um, how's the form? Week 11, baby. I know, it's going by way too quickly, isn't it? Like once those Thanksgiving games are over, which is next next Thursday like it's not that far away like it's a week from today will be the Thanksgiving games um and then you know once Thanksgiving over it's just gonna fly like it'll be we'll have the Christmas day games as well and then it'll be the playoffs before you know it it's, it's gonna be really really depressing once it's all over but you know at least we have the next next great couple of weeks to look forward to and you can sleep I can sleep yeah it's funny like I literally applied for um Vegas last night Rule that start praying basically, but yeah, so it's funny. We're, we're sort of getting to that time of the year now, so it's uh, it's 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 gonna be fun. And obviously, thanks to everybody has interacted over the last few weeks. Uh, I, I love that weekend, uh, that that Sunday in Wembley with yourselves and, and everybody else. And um, Germany was different, it was cool, and it's just it's been a really really fun few weeks. Um, you're actually in the States for Thanksgiving next week, aren't you? Yeah, I actually am. I'm in Boston where I think. Thanksgiving originated, um, if I'm to be believed, I'm not too sure. I think I they're have no they're idea. Into... I have absolutely no idea. No, I think no, like not not too crazy about the celebration of Thanksgiving, like itself. But I like the kind of like in modern times, it's like the food, the football. I like that aspect of it. Um, so yeah, I'm in Boston. I think the Lions always play Thanksgiving, so they'll be on. I think there's three games, and at least I'll be able to watch them in when they're actually supposed to be on. So I'm not sitting up until 1 a.m. I actually like Thanksgiving for us. Um, I must I must chat to you off, off screen at the end about, about what we're going to do next week, I think. Next week, folks, picks might go in um, after the Thanksgiving game, so we will see the crack. But I, I like the way they are here because it starts at five, and especially now with the Lions being a good team. I think it's it's really, really good. There's been years where the Lions weren't great. But it's football, and we'll we'll look forward to football going forward. Um, that Niner Seahawks game is in the same time as Thursday night football. I am in, um, Manchester next Friday for one night before I go to Glasgow. And Sky Sports have got the like a, a live studio in the city centre in, in a bar in Manchester for the Dolphins against the Jets. So the more football, the merrier. I'm now I'm sort of talking myself into. Picks is definitely going to have to be earlier this like next week. So, uh, uh, anyway, let let me just jump into some of these games this week, Michaela. Um, I'm obviously a Broncos fan, and when I've seen just a lot of the stuff that's been said about the Broncos, look, they've done very very well to win two games, uh, one against Kansas City, especially in the manner in which they won against the Chiefs. I was watching a bit of the tape on a plane last week, and it was like the way the defense could stifle Mahomes, and we'll talk about this in a different podcast just really really impressed me and the defensive performance against Buffalo 
for all or for however bad Josh Allen was and the conversations that people are having around the offense in Buffalo, the Broncos still won the game. And they now face a team in Denver on Sunday Night Football, which is, frankly, it's nice to have a Broncos Sunday Night Football game again after a long, long time. But to see how Josh Jobs has come in and transformed this, this Minnesota Vikings team, five wins in a row. Um, I, lo- I love this matchup. The over and under is 42 and a half. The Broncos are favoured on the spread at minus two and a half. And the money line is favoured in the Broncos three to four on. At the time of recording, I'm finding it very, very difficult to pick a winner. I don't know if I like the over. I don't, I don't know if I like the over. Um, but I feel like the Broncos' home advantage gets them through. And if they win this game, they're 500 in the season. Wow. I'll take it and run. Who have you got? Um, yeah, like I think, you know, the start of the season, you know, when the Broncos didn't play very well, you know, I was kind of looking at them and I was kind of like, you know, they probably really, really regret that Russell Wilson trade. But I think Sean Payton coming in is the best thing that's happened for the team, even though he's kind of did start off a bit, you know, a bit poorly. You can look at that now and be like, well, we bet the Bills, we bet the Chiefs, you know, like we're going through a little bit of a rebuild. But the fact that you can beat those two teams, like, I don't think a team that we thought were going to be as poor as the Broncos can beat two playoff teams. You know, they might get one, but they're not going to get two. Like, I know the Bills are struggling this year as well, but, like, like I would not take that away from them. Like, I think the Broncos beating those two teams is a huge achievement that I think, like, it can only go um, up from here. Um, I am not going to jump on the Joshua Dobbs hype train just yet because you do have to remember that, like, I thought he played well enough at the Cardinals and the Cardinals still went, you know, lost a lot of games with him. He made a lot of mistakes, you know, and some throws, some interceptions, just, you know, I don't think you'd see a starter do that this week. And so I think it's great what he's done and what he's come in and done to the Vikings. But I think it's just kind of like that similar kind of thing where, you know, Gardner Minshew comes in and he has maybe a couple of good games that people are getting really hyped about him. Well, I think it's kind of like you guys have to remember he's a, he's not a starter for a reason. Like he could have one or two good consistent games, but then he'll kind of, you know, show his weaknesses. So I think that's gonna, you know, that's gonna come up with Dobbs and um, possibly this week. Um, I don't think the Vikings. I'd be surprised if they got into the playoffs. To be honest, um, well, I think you know the momentum is with the Broncos. You know, it's with Peyton and Russell Wilson. Like you, like you'd have to be crazy not to go with the Broncos, considering who's their quarterback and who's their um their head coach. So um, the Denver Broncos are actually favorites, which is funny. Um, probably haven't seen that a lot this season. Um, but I would probably go with um, I would up the handicap to minus five five and a half for the Broncos. And that'll give you a nice six to four um betting odds. Um I think they could probably beat the Vikings by a touchdown. I wouldn't be surprised if it was a blowout to the Broncos, because I just think the Broncos are gonna be very confident going into this after beating the Bills and beating the Chiefs. And um, so I would stick your money on Denver Broncos minus five and a half up the handicap. At the time of recording, I'm really on the fence of the Broncos. So I I might change my pick before the actual picks graphic is in this week, but we'll see the crack. I actually said to Mark at the weekend, Michaela, we need to get our picks in before Thursday Night Football from now on. So we're not getting like that free hit. Um, I mean that for everyone, including myself. Um, I really like what Josh Jobs has done. I think if the Vikings win this week, they can compete for the NFC North. This is a huge test for them. If they can go and do it, 
Al certainly getting the hype train for them. I'm delighted for Dobbs. He's finally landed at a team that seems to work with him and fits their perspectives. He was the best free agent or the best quarterback that was there available to them that they could bring in and insert into their team. And he's done a stellar job. Russell Wilson's got the fourth best quarterback rating in the league at the moment in terms of all the stats. Really impressed with him. So it's a nice it's a nice little matchup on Sunday Night Football. I like it. Anyway, enough about that. I actually can't remember the last time the Broncos had Sunday Night Football at this point. Um, what game do you want to look at? Um, I um, I think the, one of the most interesting games of the week is actually the Cardinals against the Texans um, because we all are huge fans of CJ Stroud. You know, he beat the Bengals and to beat Joe Burrow last week is really, you know, a highlight for, you know, his rookie career, uh, rookie season even. Like, I know... Again, the Bengals haven't been playing as well as they should be. They're kind of like the Bills in that sense. But, like, I don't think anyone, you know, would have looked at the Houston Texans this year, you know, bringing in, um, you know, CJ Stroud. And I don't think anyone would expect them to be where they are. I think they're at a 5 5. I will get you the exact record right now. They're 5 4. So they're over 500. Are... They're five 5 4. Uh, Cardinals are two and eight, so like I don't think anyone expected the Texans to be five and four. Like they could realistically make a wild card push for the playoffs. I think they're a very, very good team. I think CJ Stroud was the right choice for them. I say they're very, very happy with him. I think he's going to be offensive rookie of the year. Um, but you know it's also interesting because Kyler Murray's back now at the Cardinals. So I think Kyler Murray, like I'm not a big fan of Kyler Murray. I think he's very overrated. I don't think he will be the starter and at the Cardinals for let's say probably at max one year, two year left. Um but I think this is gonna be a good matchup. I think it's gonna be a high scoring game. Um but, you know, the Houston Texans are favoured for a reason. Like I do think um the Texans will beat them. Um I don't like the odds for the money line for the Texans. It's only two to five. But you know, I think, you know, minus five and a half handicap for the Texans is a little bit dodge. Um, so what I would recommend that, you know, if you want to bet on this game, I'd say, you know, take a chance, put the to you know, to get something out of it, I would put um a little bit on the handicap for the Houston Texans minus five and a half, it's ten to eleven. Um, or you know, you can put them into a accumulator at the money line, but I'd definitely be looking at the Texans rather than the Cardinals on this one. I would be picking the Cardinals if the game was in Arizona. I think the way that Kyler Murray came back last week shocked me in terms of just how energetic he was after his injury. His movement, both inside and outside the pocket, was something to behold. And I liked the way... I I was very against him coming back this season. And I, I think I've said in multiple podcasts, I didn't think he'd play again for the team. I liked the way the Cardinals have brought him back in to say to him, okay, show us what you've got. And I was so impressed with him last week, albeit he was playing the Falcons and they get a game-winning drive at the end. But his yardage on runs and his, his rushing on the day looked like a young spring fresh chicken as far as I'm concerned. I Cardinals, obviously, the fact they're 2-8 in the season, they're not really going to go anywhere in the NFC West. I do think down the stretch over the last six, seven, eight weeks of the season, they will create problems for certain teams which is interesting to see. Do I think this is going to be a, a trap game for the Texans? No, you know, when you've got a quarterback that goes out and has five touchdowns last week and CJ Stroud and he's being talked about for the MVP of the league, 
I think it's very difficult. But you know, you could look at it. He literally came out in the press conference on Thursday and talked about, um, you're only as good as your week's performance. He he go out in a stinker. The reality is their offense is too good. Tank Dell, the combination that he has with these young guys on the offense, the run game is excellent. And I'll I'll take the Texans to win the game. I don't know if I'd have the handicap personally for me. I the handicap is five and a half at the minute. I don't know if I like that. I, I think do think the handicap is a bit, you know, but then again, I'm looking at the money line. If you put a fiver on that money line, you're only getting seven euro back. You're not getting enough back. So I think, you know, if you're going to take a chance in this game, might as well take a chance in that handicap for the Texans just to get a little bit more. Um, But they're probably best off being put in an accumulator, to be honest, rather than single betting on this game. Yeah, I, I, I like the two to five on the money line, even though it's not big odds, but I like the over. I like the over, and the, the over with over 48 and a half, I think. When you've got that offense with Kyler, you're probably going to get anywhere between 14 to 21 points. And then if the Texans win this game, they'll come back and sort of work around it. So we will see uh, what happens. The last game for me, before we get your game, Michaela, what game did I pick? Don't tell me. I'm looking. Yeah, here we go. The Jets to the Bills. Um, Two teams going in directions in which just not good. And first off with the Buffalo Bills, um, look, it's, it's a very detailed topic. I was watching... Fox Sports 1, ESPN on Tuesday in the house and they were all going crazy over Ken Dorsey getting fired after the Broncos game. I mean, I think we had a very brief conversation but this in a WhatsApp chat, like, you know, Josh Allen, his statistics have not been good over the last 45 weeks. He does not look interested in some of the plays but more so there have been passes that he has thrown in certain games, especially that pick that the Broncos had on Monday night that in my opinion, do not constitute that of an elite quarterback play. So I'm concerned about it. Um, I feel for the Jets and against the Raiders, I literally picked or I re-picked my pick going into Vegas last week. And um, there are many people calling for Zach Wilson's head. I, I just don't see at this point now in week 11 what the real point is to bring somebody else in short term to then bring Rodgers in. If it's a lost season, it's a lost season. Allow Zach Wilson to continue to develop. He hasn't been really bad he didn't have a great game last week this is why this game is so intriguing for me because Buffalo could either go out and hit a 30 burger the Jets defense with Williams and Sauce Gardner could completely stifle Buffalo and the Jets with Brees Hall and Zach Wilson could win a close game it's very very difficult to call the over and under sort of reflects that at 39 and a half I'm going to hit the under 39 and a half and say that the Jets win by a field goal in Buffalo and madness ensues just because I want to see Aaron Rodgers come back in December uh, look for me I think the Jets have got too many weapons on the defence the Bills have not played well against teams at home since London I'll take the Jets to beat them I think this is the week where um, the defence comes up big for the Jets and I'll, t- I'll take them to win this game you know I'm kind of, I, we were just saying, you know, about the, the quarterback situation and uh, the Jets. If I was a Jets fan, I'd be very depressing because in 2018, they had the third overall pick, you know, Baker Mayfield was picked first and the next quarterback taken was Sam Darnold um, for the Jets. We all know how that turned out. And then, you know, they have another pick then in 2020. Was it 2020? No, 2021, I think. Um, after... You know, Trevor Lawrence was picked first and then Zach Wilson was picked um, another waste of a pick 
especially when Justin Fields was there, I'd say they'd much rather have Justin Fields picked than Zach Wilson. Um, but, you know, it's a very hard game to call. Um, I think the fact that it's in Buffalo gives a little bit of an edge to Buffalo, but, you know, they haven't been playing well. Um, Josh Allen hasn't been playing well. Like you said, the defense is very good for the Jets. Um, the Jets are only missing the quarterback, but I think you can kind of look at the Bills and kind of be like, well, it's not that they're missing anything, except, you know, one thing that they have been missing for the last couple of seasons is the run game. Um, Phoebe Schechter touched, that as, touched on that as well at the beginning of the season. I'm not sure if they, if that's improve, improved a lot, you know, for them to be fully a complete team. Um, well, it's a weird one. I wouldn't really touch this game, but um, I suppose if you are, I would probably take the under as well. I think it's going to be a low-scoring game. Um, but then, you know, if you want to take a chance, because, you know, like, there has been a good few, like, been at least two or three games every week where the score's been surprising or the winner's been surprising. You know, the Broncos was one of their games last week, beating the Bills. The Texans was one of them last week, beating the Bengals. Um, so, you know, like, I think you could be right and be like, okay, if you're going to bet this game, just put it on the money line for the Jets. It's 5-2. to two. If you put five euro on that, you're gonna get seventeen fifty. Now, if you look at my picture in the week, I might pick the Bills. Well, you know, betting is about you know it can be about taking a chance. Obviously, just bet what you can afford. But you know, if you're gonna take a chance in this game, you want to bet on this game. Put a fiver or a tenner on the five to two New York Jets on the money line, and you might get something out of it. That's what I think. If people watched the Tavis Thunder Night Football last week, there was one or two plays where Wilson looked great. Albeit he's got a touchdown, two point one percent touchdown rate. The haters are going to hate. We will see what happens. There's a lot of pressure in Buffalo this week. A lot. Um, some interesting games this week, Michaela, including a Super Bowl rematch. What What is your final game that you're going to look at? Um, I'm looking at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the 49ers just because they're both teams that I like. But funnily enough, there's no over under for this. Odds. I'm looking at the odds right now. I can't see. Is it blank? Yeah, it's blank. So it must be suspended. Just the market suspended. So they're that um, they're that unsure about it. That is suspended. The game is in San Francisco. Obviously, the Niners had a big win against the Jags away last week. What are your thoughts on this game? Big game for the Niners at home. The odds are crazy. Like like the in the sense of like the handicap is minus twelve and a half. For the 49ers, which is crazy because they've just come off like what was it, three game losing streak? Would have been more than that. I'm not sure. Three game sure. losing streak, a bye week, and then they had a mass. Like for me, not to jump over what your analysis now, but for, for them to go into Jacksonville and not just win, but win like that was against the third highest team in the AFC shows you how good they are, in my opinion. Yeah, like I like I'm looking at this one. Um <laughs> like obviously like I think the San Francisco 49ers, I think, you know, they're gonna hit their stride again. You know, I think they're gonna play very well. I think they're gonna, you know, remind teams that they are probably gonna be in that NFC championship game. And, um, you know, if I think I think if they fall to the Buccaneers, then I think questions could be asked, you know, you can't really go on a three game losing streak and then lose to the Buccaneers who haven't been playing well. And we're winning a lot of games. Um, so to be honest, if I was um, if I was betting on this game, let's do something different. Like let's look at the 
the player kind of odds. You know, they, that's always one of my favorite things about on, you know, probably put Christian McCaffrey down to score a touchdown. Like, let's be honest, like he missed the streak. He didn't last get week. one last week. Yeah, I was going to say, but yeah, probably. They were trying, that was stupid as well. They were doing, like, you could tell they were trying to get him the ball. Like, obviously, he wasn't going to get a touchdown if he didn't at least try a trick play there. But, you know, um, always I'd always bet on him to score a touchdown. Um, I like his, you know, his over is four to five um, for his rushing yards. It's, it's 68 and a half rushing yards, which is like he should easily get that. You put five year on that, you'll get nine back. So if I was betting on this game and you either aren't a Tampa Bay Buccaneers fan and you aren't, um, you, you, and you don't think it's going to be one of these surprise games where the underdog wins and you want to bet on this game. I would bet on the, you know, the odds for the money line for the 49ers and the handicap aren't good. So go and bet on like the rushing yards or the receiving yards. Um, go over yards for Christian McCaffrey and um, receiving yards. Um, I'd look at Brandon Ayuk as well. He's always comes in clutch. Like he always makes a good few plays. Um, so that's what I'd be looking at this week. But definitely put down Christian McCaffrey either to score a touchdown or for him on that four to five to get over 68 and a half yards because he should easily get the yardage. I think the game will be over in the third quarter, but more so I think it's going to be a very, very difficult day for the Bucks offense and more so Baker Mayfield. I hope it's a good game to watch personally going up the road from Dublin, but I'm going to take, uh, if you look at the prayer, player props, Arik Armstead to get a sack uh, over 0.5 sacks is over even money at nine to four on. Uh, I think going with Nick Bosa She's showing her the obvious answers. I'm going to take Arik, Arm- Arik Armstead to make Baker Mayfield's life a misery on Sunday. Um, we will talk about the Chiefs-Eagles in a different podcast, but just before we do go, I need to make people aware. Obviously, folks, this is presented by ADA Sport, the official betting partner of the NFL in Ireland and the UK. It's for 18+. plus. Please, only bet what you can afford. It's safer gambling week and week. The last thing we want is to encourage something where people are not doing that, so please... Do only about what you can afford. Mikhail Save Travels in the States. Folks, we will chat to you soon. Enjoy week 11 of the season.